Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Saturday, August 19, 2023, and this is day 1977 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we honor you and glorify you and praise you. Thank you, Father, for being our Abba Father. Thank you for giving us your breath of life and helping us to function each and every day through the power of your Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for uh, giving us eyes to see clearly, to see through your eyes to be able to fulfill the purpose you've given us for each and every day. I thank you, Father, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, my Lord, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, Amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in. Today's message is get your priorities straight. Uh huh. We need to put first things first. We're coming out of 2 Chronicles chapter 1, verses 1 through 12. 2 Chronicles chapter 1, verses 1 through 12. And I'll tell you who started off. Uh, with their priorities all the way right. And that would be Solomon. And that's who we're talking about today, King Solomon. So it says, Solomon, son of David, established himself firmly over his kingdom. For the Lord his God was with him and made him exceedingly great. Can you, did you hear that? Exceedingly great. That's how God does us too. Uh, then Solomon spoke to all Israel, to the commanders of thousands and commanders of hundreds, to the judges and to all the leaders in Israel, the heads of families. And Solomon and the whole assembly went to the high place at Gibeon, for God's tent of meeting was there, which Moses, the Lord's servant, had made in the wilderness. Now David had brought up the ark of God from Cariath Jerem to the place he had prepared for it because he had pitched a tent for it in Jerusalem. So the um, the ark of God, also known as the ark of the covenant, uh, was where God's presence was. And it was like a, a box with... Um, a box shape, wooden shape box, uh, with a golden uh, overlay on it. With I believe I'm going from memory. Um, like I, I've not seen it, but just <laughs> from studying it about it and how it had um, uh, golden uh, angels uh, carved in on the top. It had uh, manna uh, inside of it, the jar of manna. Uh, it had uh, Aaron's um, uh, rod that had uh, spudded. Uh, it it was all based up on remembrance, the things that the manna, remembering how God took care of them, and having that in. But that was God God's presence with them 
uh, in the Ark of the Covenant. And there were certain ways that they had to handle that Ark of the Covenant. When carrying it, they could not touch it physically. Literally, with King David, two men touched it and they died. Or at least one of them died. I can't remember if it was both or one. From disobeying God, there were handles, rods that you would put on each side of it that that would slip through and then you carried it with those rods, but you did not touch the Ark of the Covenant. And then it says in verse five, but the bronze altar that Bezalel, Bezela, son of Uriah, the son of Hur, had made was in Gideon in front of the tabernacle of the Lord's. So Solomon and the assembly inquired of him there. Solomon went up to the bronze altar before the Lord in the tent of meeting and offered a thousand burnt offerings on it. Wow, that is really powerful that he offered a thousand burnt offerings. That night, God appeared to Solomon and said to him, ask for whatever you want me to give you. Now, see, that's a drop the mic moment. God said, Ask me for whatever you want. And you know, God said that to us. That, and, and listen, his word tells us we, we can go to him and ask him for whatever uh, we want to ask him for. Uh, but let's look at what Solomon asked for. Uh, verse 8, Solomon answered God, You have shown great kindness to David, my father, and have made me king in his place. Now, Lord God, let your promise to my father, David, be confirmed for you. Have made me king over a people who are as numerous as the dust of the earth. Give me wisdom and knowledge that I may lead this people for who is able to govern this great people of yours. So he didn't ask for money, fame. Well, he asked for wisdom and knowledge to lead God's people. God said to Solomon, since this is your heart's desire and you have not asked for wealth, possessions or honor, nor for the death of your enemies. Now, that's another thing that they they wouldn't just ask. They would go kill their enemies. And since you have not asked for a long life, but for wisdom and knowledge to govern my people over whom I have made you king, therefore wisdom and knowledge will be given you. And I will also give you wealth, possessions, and honor, such as no king who was before you ever had and none after you will have. Isn't that something? Nobody will ever have the kind of wealth and wisdom and knowledge that King Solomon had before or after him ever. That is just amazing. Amazing. <laughs> Point number one. There was a time in my life when I always had a backup plan to the backup plan to the backup plan. In other words, it was all based upon my way of doing things, not God's way. In all actuality, I was putting God in second place. Nothing wrong with having plans, but we need to present them to the Lord and ask for his guidance. That's in Proverbs 
Well, let's let us read Proverbs 16, 3 says, commit to the Lord whatever you do and he will establish your plans. So nothing wrong with having a plan, <laughs> but go to the Lord with it first and then he will he will let you know if this is the way you should go. Proverbs 16 and 9 says, in their hearts, humans plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. The majority of the book of Proverbs was written by Solomon. He had been blessed with great wisdom from God. This is how he was able to build the temple of God and lead millions of God's people. He had his priorities straight. We too have the same opportunity to receive God's wisdom and knowledge. First, we must ask God for his wisdom, just like Solomon did. James 1 and 5 says, If any one of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. Without wisdom, we're not able to effectively apply knowledge because we need to be wise enough to know how to apply the knowledge that God blesses us with. So wisdom comes first, then then the application of the knowledge based upon the wisdom that God has given us. Point number two, Jesus also spoke about priorities. He said that when we put God first, everything we really need will be given to us as well. Matthew 6, 33. This does not mean that we will be wealthy and famous like Solomon, but, but it means that when we put God first, the wisdom he gives will enable us to have richly rewarding lives. So it's not about how much money you have to determine your wealth. Not, not when it comes to God. Well, from, you know, the world's perspective, yes. Uh, I, you know, it's based upon, oh, what's your pedigree? Where did you go to school? Um, you know, what are you worth? What's your value? How much is your business worth? All these things are based upon a number or based upon prestige or, or you know, I heard them on, on a talk show talking about uh, uh, one of the uh, political figures saying, and, oh, and he went to Yale. He should know better than that. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Let's get this straight. It doesn't matter where you went to school. If you went to school, there are some people that never went to school, didn't maybe finish the second grade and are wiser than some people that have uh, two doctorate degrees. It doesn't matter about what we, the values we put on things. It's, it, what matters is what God says. And God said, come to him for wisdom. When we have a purpose for living and learn to be content with what we have, we will have greater wealth than we could ever accumulate. So when we function in our purpose and we are content there and, and you can't help but be when you are truly functioning in your God-given purpose, you can't help but be content. That is a blessing, but it's about being obedient to God and doing what he's called us to do. So it says in the Bible, she, which is talking about wisdom, is more precious than rubies. Nothing you desire 
can compare with her. Proverbs chapter 3 verse 15. And that was Solomon who wrote that. God gave Solomon such wisdom that he had great revelation from God. And this is what we go by. One of the things I used to do that I need to get back to doing, one of our pastors taught me this years ago when I first started going to church, and that was to read a chapter of Proverbs every single day. I believe that there's 30 or 31 chapters in Proverbs. I think it's 31. And so if you read one chapter every day, yes, 31 chapters, you will go through the whole month. And every now and then, you know, the months that only have 30 uh, days, you you would have an extra chapter to read. But you get that in you. And it is just, it's so powerful. You know, God has given me wisdom and knowledge on how to share his message daily and how to uh, persevere or, and, and even when, you know, when he gave me this podcast to start doing, it wasn't a podcast at all. (laughs) I had never heard of a podcast. It all started uh, over five years ago, about five years ago. I've been doing this every single day that the, and the Lord has blessed me with a new word uh, pretty much, you know, every single day. There are times where I might share a message that he'd given me to share at our church or on Wednesday night, but uh, he'll still adapt it for me to share with you. Um, And I remember when it started was because of a busted pipe at our old church and we weren't during the winter and we weren't able to have service. This was even before COVID and all of that. And before Zoom uh, became extremely popular. So we were using the free phone conference line to have Bible study. And uh, it was going really well. And then uh, the Lord put it on my heart to start this. He even gave me the name MI15, which stands for Morning Inspiration for 15 Minutes. He gave me the outline, how to start, how what to say. I had no idea. I Listen, <laughs> I am not a theologian of any sort. I am simply a vessel of God, a regular old person, you know, just awkward as can be, uh, no better than anybody else that God poured his wisdom into uh, and to give me uh, what to say each and every day. Uh, then one day the phone conference line started to act up and uh, and I and I had started sharing a message, you know, every day. The Lord said, I want you to share a message every day for 15 minutes or usually go a little longer. But um, I said, okay, well, I, I can do this on the weekends. And, and the Lord said, no, every day, five days a week. And I thought, oh my goodness. And then he said, 6 a.m. every day. I thought, oh, that's a double whammy. I want to sleep in. <laughs> I'm not used to being, I wasn't up at six o'clock every day. Well, really before six, I wasn't that that wasn't me. And and that's how I knew it was God cuz I wouldn't dare put that on myself. And um it you know it is it, not comfortable. <laughs> so anyway, I uh the phone conference line began that's where I began and then when it started messing up, um my uh son had said, "Hey, you need to do a podcast." And I'm like, "What's a podcast?" And 
And he set me all up and got me started on doing a podcast and how to record and do all those things. But I always do it live. Um, The difference was transitioning from doing it on the phone conference line to doing it this way. The podcast was challenging because when I did it on the phone conference line, I was able to talk to the people. They were on there live and I could say, hey, good morning, everybody. And we would have a little pre-talk before I started with the podcast. It was a it was very lonely for me at first because I didn't hear your voices. And uh, it was really rough for those first maybe that first month. And then I got the hang of it and understanding that I can hear you in my spirit. I and and that's all that matters uh and and just presenting what God has given me to present and every day and and so not only do I have to start get up early to do this, I have to make sure I have a message ready for you every single day. And I remember one uh when I when I first started I I said, "Well, I know what I'll do. I'll write up a message for 5 days at a time." And the Lord said, "No. One day at a time. And it reminded me of the manna, how when he gave the Israelites manna when they were wandering in the wilderness for 40 years, he sent manna and quail, but that manna every single day. And he said, only take enough for one day, except for on Saturdays, you you get enough for to eat for two days uh, and you do not work on the Sabbath day. And so I had to stop. <laughs> that was me. And God said, no, no, no. I'm going to give, I'm going to pour it into you every day. I will give you a new message. And he has, and God is faithful uh, because I, on my own, absolutely no way could do it. It is the wisdom of God and his, his will and his purpose for my life. What about you? What is it that you're saying? No way, God, can I do this? God is saying, yes way. Get your priorities straight. Put him first. And he's going to show you exactly how to do it, when to do it, where to do it, and all the above. So get ready if you're not already fulfilling your purpose. Now, if you don't know Jesus, that would be the first step. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And that is why we do what we do. It's adding to the kingdom of God every single day. I love you all so very much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E, Be Like Boy, U-Y-C-K-S, Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. And don't forget to check us out on TZoneKC.org to learn more about what we're doing in the community, teaching our youth, life skills, workforce skills, entrepreneurship development, peer mediation, human and sex trafficking awareness, as well as DIY projects, teaching our youth how to do small household repairs. We thank you all so very much for all you do for us, for all your prayers, your support, and your financial support. Thank you, thank you, thank you. 
All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you. And I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.